Hey, what is up, everybody? My name is Avery Pearson, and this is technically the first official episode of a very Pearson podcast. So, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about numerous subjects. It's going to be a longer episode than the last one, that's for sure. And that's because the last one was really kind of just a trailer. Well, not exactly a trailer, but I was kind of telling telling you guys about the person behind it, me. I was telling you guys about how I grew up, you know, my past, and I'm, I didn't go into a whole lot of detail, and that was on purpose because it leaves content for future episodes. So, without further ado, I want to start off by talking about my favorite beverage in the entire world, vitamin water. Now, I'm not sponsored by vitamin water, but like I said, it's my favorite beverage that I've ever tried. And I'm going to give you four reasons why vitamin water is the best beverage you could possibly buy. Number one, it's healthy as can be. You, I mean, just reading the, the fucking label, they've got a whole lot of stuff that I, I don't even know what it is. You've got vitamin C. I think that's in like oranges or something. You've got uh, B5, B6, and B12. Um, I think if you get a few more, that's a bingo, but it's also got zinc and chromium and taurine and electrolytes. So, in all, it is a healthy drink. Number two, it's relatively cheap. It's not that expensive, you know? I can get two bottles for three fifty, whereas Gatorade, that's at least another dollar fifty. So it's cheaper than both Gatorade and Powerade while still containing healthier ingredients and vitamins. So that's your second reason. So it's healthy and it's cost effective. Now, number three, 50 Cent owns vitamin water. Who doesn't like 50 Cent? Everybody likes 50 Cent. 50 Cent is a good rapper. Vitamin water is a good beverage. It just works. It, I mean, and it makes sense. 50 Cent is a healthy guy. Of course, he drinks healthy drinks. Vitamin water is his go-to, and therefore, vitamin water ought to be your go-to as well. Um, as for the third, or sorry, the fourth reason, um, little kids are not going to drink it. You know, I always have this problem whenever I leave my my beverages out around kids is that they see the colors they think ooh that looks delicious let me try that well they see it and they read vitamin and they fucking throw that shit in the goddamn garbage kids don't want nothing to do with vitamins they hate the vitamins maybe the gummies are good but vitamin water is not a gummy as far as I'm aware so those are your good four reasons why you ought to drink vitamin water instead of whatever you're drinking currently. So I'm going to take a nice swig of my vitamin water Power C Dragon Fruit. Delicious. Absolutely amazing. I don't know how this isn't bigger yet. Vitamin water is fucking great. But I want to start off today talking about... Well, okay, first of all... Uh, it's a Monday night. I hope everybody is having a great day out there. 
I hope work wasn't hard. I hope I hope school was okay. And I hope whatever is going on in your life, you can just set aside for a little while. And we can just have a nice talk. And you can just listen to me go on about whatever and not have to worry about any of your real-world problems. That is the goal. That is the goal for the listeners. So... Without that, I mean, what really is there? So, I hope everybody is out there staying warm in these cold winter months and staying happy and healthy. Vitamin water can help with that if you're not healthy enough. But, I want to get into how my morning goes. Not really a morning routine, although it is very much a routine. It happens every single morning and it never deviates from the path. So, this is what I do every single morning. So, at about, I would say, 2.30 a.m. on the dot, I wake up in a cold sweat because I've just had another one of my reoccurring nightmares about a large biscuit chasing me through the streets of the Bronx, you know? Scary stuff right there, trust me. You do not want to turn around in the Bronx and see a massive biscuit running after you. That's the last thing you want to see, and I'll tell you, it fucking sucks. I lived it once, and now I get flashbacks every night throughout my dreams. So, I wake up in a cold sweat. Um, I piss the bed. I shit the bed, too. Uh, so, I have to clean that up. So, I, I, I super quickly change my sheets so that nobody will notice that I've pissed and shit the bed. So, I clean those, and after that... I realized, you know, I'm awfully hungry. I mean, all the food that I did eat is on the bed, so I gotta go eat something. So, I've been going downstairs for like the past, oh, I don't know, 11 years. And I go to the kitchen, and I'll look through the fridge for something to eat. And typically, I'll sit there for about maybe like 5 to 10 minutes before I decide what I want to eat. And I don't know why I take so long. It's always the same food. I take a piece of toast, you throw on the mayonnaise, and you throw on the cinnamon sugar, bruh. Mayonnaise cinnamon toast. Or cinnamayo toast. That's a good one. Cinnamayo toast. If you've never had cinnamayo toast, I suggest you try it. It's pretty good, and you can also add Tabasco sauce for that extra kick. So, I finish eating up my breakfast, and then I realize, you know, shoot, I've wasted a little bit of time. I need to go put some clothes on and get ready for work. So, I go upstairs, and I can't really find any clothes ever. Um, I don't know where they all went, but I don't have any clothes. But I have this cool thing set up, thanks to the neighbor across the street, lovely lady by the way. Um, she leaves her her garage door or her uh, her garage window open at night, which first of all you shouldn't do that because animals can get in, and they'll tear your stuff up. But that's okay because instead of animals using it, I use it because I. I shimmy my way through the window, and, you know, she has these trash bags full of clothes that she had planned to donate, but she just hasn't gotten around to it yet. So, I pick out an, a brand new outfit every day, 
so that I'm never caught in public wearing something the same. So, I steal my clothes from the lady. Oh, well, sorry. I borrow my clothes from the lady. I, I definitely made sure that I put all of the clothes that I wore back in the bags. So, no harm, no foul. As far as I'm concerned, she doesn't really know that I'm doing it. But even if she did, it's like, what's the problem here? I'm putting it back. So, that's what I do. And then I get all my clothes back on and I go back inside. And by then, I look at my phone and I realize, shit, it's about 2.45 now. So, I mean, I've already wasted 15 minutes doing all that. So I decide it's probably good for me to work on my hygiene a bit, you know? I gotta go in there, I brush my teeth, gotta floss, and typically I'm a multitasker. So... Every morning, while I'm brushing my teeth, I'll also play chess. And you can't really play a whole lot of chess whenever you're brushing your teeth, because obviously I'm holding the mirror to see my teeth, and I'm holding the toothbrush so I can brush my teeth. So I use my feet, uh, specifically the left one, to play chess on my phone. I have the chess.com app, and I'd be using my big toe to click on the on the on the pieces and move them across the board. You know, I'm not very good at it yet, but I think that's just because um, everybody else gets to use their hands. Like, how is that fair? I have to use my left foot, and they have to use their hands. So I think that if they added a left-handed only or a a left-footed only mode, then I would dominate. That's that's just how I've practiced, you know. They always say practice how you play. Well, if they ever have a left-footed chess league, I'm telling you, I'll be the number one grandmaster. Sorry to tell you, but that's how it is. But until then, I'll just have to keep practicing. So after that, um, typically I play chess and brush my teeth anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and so by then, it's usually around 1.30. Or, uh, uh, shit, time, uh, 3.30. That's how time works. Time goes up, not down. Always remember that, kids. Time goes up, not down. So, I get to about 3.30, and then, you know, I've got about two hours until I have to go to bed. So, whenever it's warmer outside, I like to go out there and I like to tan a bit on the roof, you know? I like to, like to get my tan on, gotta look good for the ladies, you know how it is. But then in the, in the winter months, we don't really have anything like that. So what I like to do is we have this stepping stool and I'll like balance on it on my back and I'll prop the oven door open and I'll crank that baby up. It'll be super hot, but the heat waves come out the oven and they hit my skin and they transform it into a nice nice shade of burnt sienna it's a pretty good deal i mean it's a it's a do-it-yourself tanning bed uh i think that you guys should all try that it really helps bring up the glow in my skin and it just keeps me both looking and feeling healthy and refreshed throughout my entire day so after that, typically, it's time to leave for work. And that's basically my morning routine, you know. 
I do all those things and then I go to work to work my day job at 8 a.m. where I process and grade the grain that is being sold there. So that's my whole morning. Um, and then at, after that, it's not the morning anymore because I'm working for however long. But that's basically my whole morning. And sometimes it deviates because, well, not, not deviates, but every once in a while on my way to work, um, they have a train, uh, some, some train tracks right outside my house. And sometimes there will be a train there. And first of all, I think that's one of the biggest things that we need to, uh, that we have to talk about today is trains. You know, I have this Wikipedia article pulled up for trains, and I click on early history. It tells me trains are an evolution of wheeled wagons. First of all, trains look nothing like wagons. That can't be true. Also, wagons are something that you put kids in, and you tug them around the block to give them a little bit of fun. That's got nothing to do with trains, but... Um, that's beside the point. It says the earliest were built uh, in 2200 BCE, but modern trains, and I'm, uh, I'm going to paraphrase here a bit, modern trains were introduced around about the 1790s whenever they used stronger iron rails rather than wood whales, uh, wooden uh, railways and shit, sorry. And so my question is, is if... If we've had trains since 1970s, then why the hell are they still getting stuck on the tracks? We haven't figured out how to make them go? Like, just add an extra car and pack a little bit more fuel, man. You think, I mean, I don't want to oversimplify the problem, but, like, couldn't you just, you know, pack a little extra fuel so you can tug on a little bit farther and not block the traffic. I mean, literally the other day, on my way home from work, there was a train stuck on the tracks, and the only way around it is about 15 to 20 minutes out of my way. So I don't want to do that. So what I did was I parked my, my car pretty close to the train on the side of the road. I got out. I locked everything up just to make sure it was safe. And I walk over to the train, and I'm looking. It's definitely not moving. So I hop over it, and I walk over to my house, which is uh, about a three or four minute walk from where I was. It, it wasn't too, too terribly far. But, you know, I had urgent plans. I had things that I had to do. So I hopped over this train, and I got home. But not everybody can do that, you know. Some some people are in wheelchairs, so how do you expect them to get out of their car and and hop over the train? Maybe we should have like certain cars on the trains that have like sliding doors, like at like a Walgreens or something, where you like scoot your wheelchair up and it opens up the doors and you can walk on through, or uh, sorry, roll on through. I think that's probably worthwhile. I think that could definitely advance trains in a way that we haven't seen before. And I'm not really sure why that's not um, in the works. Another thing, uh, trains are loud. They don't have to be that loud. Who says they have to be that loud? It's just machinery. 
I've got a pencil sharpener, and that's pretty loud. But no way is it louder than the trains outside. And they've got all these whistles and stuff. Just take all that shit off. Like, why do you need to know that there's a train coming along? The fucking doors will close anyway. I mean, I'm or the... What are those things called? The little uh, candy cane arm-looking things that come across the tracks and block you from going through? I don't know, but um, those things are down anyway, so why do you need the extremely loud whistle? Like, they will do that every time they go through. Doesn't matter if it's 1 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 p.m., or if we're in a time of morning. It doesn't matter. They'll just do their own thing. They'll just go off, and I hate that. I think that's dumb. Um, basically, I'm anti-trains. We need to abolish trains and train rights. I'm not a big fan of trains. I've, I never have been. Um, I think, like, and honestly, we have people on some trains. Like, they have, con- uh, I, I think it's called the conductor who makes the train go. Like, why do we even need him? We have, like, fully functioning robots. Take him out of there and slap in an Alexa. Let her do the driving. I think that's an easier solution. It saves time for the people and, you know. But then again, robots don't really have, like, a sense of urgency, do they? So maybe not. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think the Alexa was a dumb idea. But I... I do think that voice activation could be used for a lot more things. For example, my vitamin water is a little bit too warm. Wouldn't it be awfully cool if I could say, Hey, vitamin water, cool yourself off real quick, please. And then it does it. And like they, they could come in these, in these metal bottles, all this high, high tech stuff so that you get the bottle you're actually paying for the bottle, and then they have these these water fountains set up, but instead of tap water or some garbage shit like that, it's vitamin water with extra vitamin C. So not only is everybody healthier, but their drinks are always cold. That is the best thing that I've ever thought of, so I will be waiting for my million dollars here soon. Um... Yeah, I mean, and I'm on this uh on this article about trains here. I'm not really seeing it, anything that that's really sparking my interest. Uh, it says coal mines or outside of coal mines where fuel was readily available, steam locomotives remained. That doesn't even make sense. Bro, who 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 fucking wrote this? I don't know who Wikipedia is, but you gotta check your site, buddy. I don't think trains were used outside of the mines. I think if they had a coal train, they probably just used it in the mine. It says that oh, there's okay, all right. There's a whole terminology section. This says. The railway terminology that is used to describe a train varies between countries. You see, that's also stupid. That's very, very dumb as well. Why wouldn't you just make it the same? Therefore, it's easier and 
not all this confusion and stuff. But it uh, it also says that there are two primary systems of terminology. And you've got the International Union of Railways. And then you've got the Association of American Railroads. Okay, okay. Well, now that I'm looking at it, I would say that the Association of American Railroads stands for for much better values. It's It says, do not waste anything. Conserve, convert, use it up, make it do, save the pieces. Scrap metal today is precious metal. Maybe. It might be. But who am I to say? I don't really have a whole lot of scrap metal. I've got a couple bottle caps lying around. Um, a couple... A couple bear traps here and there just to keep the just to keep the neighbor's dog out of the yard. Nothing too big, but um you know, just enough to where if it gets stuck in the trap, I mean it's never gonna walk back on four legs into my yard again, so I guess that's a plus. Um But I don't think I'm actually supposed to talk about that because I think my neighbor might hear this. And actually, the neighbor used to have a nephew, but they had to be, like, sent away to, like, a special camp or something from the trauma that was caused by the bear trap. I don't know. I didn't read any of the documents, so I just kind of set it aside. But apparently, I've got to, like, pay a bunch of stuff. But there's been no bill yet, so I'm just going to keep writing it out until it's cool. So that's basically all about trains that I want to talk about. Uh, I don't like trains at all. I hate trains. I think trains are dumb. And I think that we ought to get rid of them. And to be honest, how have trains not developed further? Like, the trains that I see going on these tracks, they look like the same trains that were going on the tracks in the 1800s. Like, what have y'all been doing for the past 200 years? Whenever y'all could have been sitting here... Fixing trains, making them more quiet, giving them more fuel so that they don't get stuck. And you could even add some cool, fun features like I mentioned with the slidey doors and the wheelchair thing. I think all of those are very good investments. So, um, Mr. Train, if you see this, please uh, consider my ideas. And... I'm just trying to implement them to make this world a safer and healthier place for everybody. So, enough about trains, though. I recently picked up this Philips Sonic Care toothbrush. Um, I won't lie. I do like electric toothbrushes more than manual ones. But it's called the Philips Sonic Care. So I kind of assumed that it would have at least, like, like a photo of Sonic on it or something. I I I honestly thought that it was going to be one of those toothbrushes where you click on the button and it plays the sick music. I thought it was going to be like a like a Sonic theme, you know? But I was misled and it's just white. But I will say it's pretty cool because when you click on the button and it vibrates, it vibrates um in the key of C. The note that it that it vibrates is middle C, which for those of you who don't know, I believe is C4 on the piano. It might be C5, but I think it's C4. Again, I haven't brushed up on my music. The only music that I've really listened to today was some some Poon Poon Jolly song. I think it's called about 
about women and sketchers. I don't know. But it was a super good song, and that's all that I really know about it. So sometimes, whenever I'm brushing my teeth, I like to play some music and get me in the mood. But not too much, because then I won't be able to focus on my chess match, you know. So, that's another thing. Uh, I actually would recommend this toothbrush. I think electric toothbrushes are better. I will say, whenever I switched over, it did hurt my teeth a little bit. Um, I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because my teeth are manual teeth instead of the electric teeth that most humans have nowadays. Um... So maybe that's why. It also only came with one of the brush heads, which is unusual because my mother got one and hers had eight. So, um, Phillips, if you want to send me my other seven, that'd be super cool. I don't know how I'm supposed to brush my teeth after this one runs out because you only gave me fucking one of them. So that's really not cool, man. But um, I'll be expecting that soon. You don't got to send it by mail or nothing. If you just want to, like, you know, give it to Marty or something, I can go pick it up for Marty. But I don't know what he's doing right now, so it'll be a little bit before I can get around to seeing Marty. But maybe I'll even have Marty on an episode of the podcast. Um, I guess that's really all I wanted to talk about today. We went over trains, my morning routine, vitamin water... And my new toothbrush. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also got it from Kohl's. And the crazy thing about whenever I got it from Kohl's is, first of all, there was this super long line. I was in line for like 10 full minutes. At Kohl's, man? Come on. I'm like, yeah, it it was a Sunday afternoon. So, you know, all the, all the Christians get out of church. And where do they go? Kohl's. So, I guess maybe that's why. But I also saw somebody that I haven't seen in quite some time working there. Um, An old friend of mine, Beatrice. She's super cool. However, she has this weird thing going on with, like, the frogs in her pockets. I'm not really sure what that's all about. But typically, she has these big old cargo pants. And in each uh, each one of her pockets, she has these little habitats or these uh, ecosystems where she keeps these little frogs in. And so, as far as I know, they've they've been in there for years, and so they've got whole family trees, they've built whole lives here, they've established roots in these in these pockets, you know. And what whenever I saw her, there wasn't any frogs. In fact, there weren't even any pants. So, I don't really know what happened to all those, but I will say I'm quite worried about the frogs. Bad news. That is not the news that I wanted to see or hear. Very bad bad stuff. But I think that's going to wrap up the podcast today. Uh, you guys go out there. Enjoy the rest of your Monday night. Uh, try and stay warm. And, you know, always remember, and especially as we get towards this Thanksgiving season, that um, turkey is a Thanksgiving bird. Chicken and ham are not Thanksgiving birds. Um, I don't even think ham is a bird. I've never seen a ham bird. But um, I do not know, and therefore I cannot give an opinion on ham birds. But um, all of you guys out there, 
Have a good night, and I will see you next time on a very Pearson podcast. Stay safe, y'all.